Hey girl, are you in constant overwhelm by prepping, cooking, planning, shopping for your diet plan or the plan that you're trying to follow and stick to? Do you feel the added stress around trying to time your meals correctly? Are you eating enough? Are you eating too much? Is this all become just one big stress in your life? Today, I'm going to talk about three ways to look at what you're doing to determine if your diet plan, program, and all the things that you're doing are actually creating more issues for you and and leading you into a lot more stress than you really need. So stick with me and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do, and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body, and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So here's the real question, right? How do you find a sustainable way of eating that doesn't create more stress in your life? It took me years to figure this out. You know, after going diet to diet to diet, to trying different things, to the shakes, to restriction, to kind of a whole 30 approach, like this all stressed, stressed me out, all of it. Because you were always worried about what you're eating, when you're eating, if you had enough to eat, do you need to bring your food to where you're going? You know, trying to follow all the rules just overwhelmed me, yet I still stayed in it. And the stress of prepping food, shopping, you know, it really, it wasn't fun, right? We're missing out on life because we're so consumed with all of this stuff that surrounds food. And it's just food is food. We got to have it to, to survive. But yet, you know, my whole world revolved around food and it's exhausting, totally exhausting. So finally finding what I thought was really it. And I began to kind of sink myself into this way of life and, and it was a healthy way of eating, not restrictive yet. I was still week after week, completely stressed out by the grocery shopping, the planning, and the prepping of all the food. Now, you got to have a plan, right? You got to have stuff in your house. But I was spending, you know, so much time prepping the food that was just like, this is not, this is not what I want to be doing. Like, why can't I just have food around and eat it when I want to eat it? Like, why can't this, why can't this be easier? Not stressful, right? That's, That to me was really what I was looking for also in a sustainable way of life, sustainable for me. I think we're all different, certainly, but you've got to evaluate if what you're doing is actually creating more stress in your life. So I'm going to give you three ways to know if it is really your source of stress. I'm going to use some practical advice. The first, first piece is what percent of your day is spent thinking about eating, prepping, and cooking? For me, a, a little self-evaluation in those moments, in those years, in those times of constant focus on it, it was probably, I would say 80% of my day was focused on food. And that's just how in the world 
do we have brain power to do anything else? Our brain power, our brain is finite. What we can do in a day is finite. We become so mentally exhausted if we're able to only think about food and then we have all these other things that we've got to complete in our day. Like think about how much stress that's causing you. If we spend 70 to 80% of our time consumed with all the things regarding food, the choices we make, what we eat when we're shopping, you know, it's going to affect our choices later in the day. So that's why research shows those people who, you know, you tend to make the best decisions, your healthiest meals in the morning, right? You tend to make, because you're, you're fresh, you've just woken up, you are feeling good. You can make a very, very good decision because you've not, your brain's not exhausted, but guess what? Come to the end of the day, right? You have had a mentally stressful day at work. You've got a ton of things or to-do list with your kids or with other responsibilities. And, and you have also thought about food 70 to 80% of the day. What kind of choice are you going to make when it comes to dinner and you are starving and you are trying to figure out what to eat? Chances are you're just going to be so exhausted. You're going to say, forget it. I'm just going to eat this. I'm just going to go through the McDonald's drive-thru. I'm just going to go through the drive-thru. I'm so hungry. I just don't have any mental energy left. This is what happens to us. So one behavior change, practical tip here that you can try to, to shift here is if you are calculating, counting, measuring, tracking, if you're doing any of that, is there one of those things that you can give up? Just one. Is there one thing that you can stop doing? And it might take you a week or two to shift into that. It may not be able to happen cold turkey. You might be so ingrained in that that you can't function if you don't do it. I challenge you to really pray and seek God to give you the strength to release one of those things and begin to release one at a time once you begin to find that it actually is creating more stress. I'm giving you permission to do that. How, the second piece of advice, how does your day begin? What are you doing to start your day? Do you just get up and all of a sudden it's I'm on my phone. I'm checking all the things, social media. I'm going straight into my emails. I'm immediately waking up and just going straight to my phone to find what it is that I want to start my day with. Now, question is, are you beginning your day with a truth of God's word? Are you beginning your day with a healthy mindset going into equip me with the strength to face whatever comes today? God, whatever your will is, I want to do your will. I want to follow you and I want, I want you to just pour your peace on me and help me to walk through that. Is, is that how you start your day or do you just jump straight into your day? Because sometimes when we just jump straight into our day, we don't have time to, to set our minds where our minds need to be set. So practical advice is to stop. And the other question would be, are you stepping on the scale? This is do you, you begin your day on your phone? Do you begin your day stepping on the scale? Do you begin your day in the closet, upset about your clothes not fitting? What does that look like for you? If you are stepping on the scale every single morning, I'm going to challenge you to stop. I'm going to challenge you to maybe do it every third day, every seven days. Trying not to step on the scale every day. The fluctuations in your weight, especially as females, they can it can fluctuate between four pounds, two pounds, you know, depending on 
what your body, what your hormones are doing, what your body's doing. Are you about to start your cycle? Are you, are you finishing your cycle? Are you in the, in your cycle? Like there is no reason to step on the scale every day. That is obsessive and that's creating more stress for you because what happens? You look at the scale and you are two pounds lighter than you were the day before. And you're like, all right, yeah, what I'm doing is working. Well, chances are it's not, it's body weight. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's, what am I trying to say? It is water weight. So, you know, that is a false sense of, okay, maybe you just need to look and see how your clothes are fitting versus being on the scale. But that obsessive, got to know what that number is, can set your day on a path to negative thoughts all day long. If you're two pounds higher, if you're three pounds higher than you were the day before, where's your mind go? How is that creating stress? And then you're like, I can't eat today. That's affecting you. So I challenge you, practical advice, stop stepping on the scale every single day. Let's try to spread it out a little bit. Maybe try to bump it up to let's do it every three days. Let's do it every four days or five days, twice a week, whatever that is. But beginning to let go of the scale and learn another way to feel if you are gaining weight or not. And a great way to do that is how your clothes fit. Are your clothes fitting differently? Are they feeling good on you? And if that's really your marker for success, then go for it. If it's not really a marker for your success, how about let's just focus on making the healthiest choice we can at every single meal today. So practical advice, beginning your day with truth and a behavior maybe that you're doing that is setting it off on a negative tone. How about let's shift that. Let's reframe that and try to start it off on a more positive tone and see how the day goes. Before anything, you know, I think really to to create a foundation before anything is to is to pray and and read God's word to get the truth in you. So, I would also add this as a piece of practical advice is adding to start your day with praying and just getting your mind focused on his truth and asking him to speak to you through your, through his word. The last piece of advice, third piece, starving yourself during the day, overeating at night is going to disrupt your sleep. So if you are someone who wakes up in the middle of the night and can't, can't go back to sleep, that may be a blood sugar issue. That may be an issue. And, and of course that's going to affect your cortisol, which is your hormone that um, helps regulate. So when your when your cortisol is up, you're high, highly stressed. You don't get sleep. You're going to hold on to weight. You're not gonna you're not gonna be losing anything. And so sleep is super duper important for stress. And if we are doing these other things in our day, constantly focusing on food, constantly, you know, being consumed by what it is that we're doing or not doing, that stresses our our minds, but our bodies also receive that stress. And if we're not resting, getting good rest at night, that just exasperates all of it. That just makes it so much worse. So check in on how you're sleeping and what can you do to help get better rest? Well, do you look at your phone right before you go to sleep? How how can you kind of bring that down? Maybe what you need to do is put on some quiet music. Maybe you need to do a, a, yoga that is relaxation, a relaxation yoga right before you go to bed. 
You know, if you really are struggling, think about what it is that you can change that may impact, and then just try that for a few days and see how that impacts your sleep. Now, if it doesn't impact your sleep and it's still the same, then, okay, maybe that's not a behavior you need to change. You know, some, some nights I'm getting up three, three times a night to go to the bathroom. Well, I probably shouldn't had the uh, diet Coke that I had, you know, right after dinner, I should probably shouldn't have had that because I know that's going to get me up more often and then I'm not going to get good sleep. So you have to determine what behaviors are impacting the sleep, begin to eliminate those or change how you end your day so that you are set up to get the best sleep that you possibly can. Your, the impacts or your food choices will certainly affect your sleep. So if you are starving yourself all day long, you might wake up with a hungry belly at night. So you've got to make sure that you're getting good nutrient dense meals throughout the day that you are not going to bed starving because chances are you're going to wake up starving and that is going to disrupt your sleep. And then here we go. It's the cycle all over again. So I, I hope that there is something in here that really speaks to you that you feel like, gosh, I know I could do that. I need to do that. You know, to be stressed and to live our life completely overwhelmed by just the thought of, of food and all the things that we're trying to do to make ourselves a few pounds less, you know, in the long run, in the, in the big picture, like this is not worth it. So I pray for you. I pray that you will find freedom in this. I pray that one of these things can sit in with you and you can and say, you know what, I'm going to try that today. I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that and see how it impacts me and impacts my stress level around food. We, we need to enjoy our life. We need to enjoy food, but we don't need to allow it and the behaviors around it stress us out because it's actually working against us. So I pray for peace over you. I pray for you to be encouraged that where you are, there is hope to be on the other side of it. And if you want some encouragement, would love for you to hear from you, Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. So I can pray for you. You can also come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and would love to hear uh, where your particular struggle is and pray into that with you and to encourage you. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.